from the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly for January 10th, 2023. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at drurryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight live, Tuesday night on the Podbean app, which means it's time for College Hockey West Weekly. It's where it all started for us. Scott Strandy with you tonight in Maricopa, Arizona, where it's cloudy, but about 70 degrees today. Not a bad day. Paul Hornstein, my longtime co-host out on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are things at the estate tonight? I, I don't know. You'd have to talk to somebody that has one. Okay. I don't have one. Hey, hey, I, I did talk to somebody that's going to go by your place today. And unfortunately, it was another silent, silent film for me, but Chris Grando and I had a nice conversation about Mastic. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I asked him, I said, okay, let's let's get to the bottom of this right off the get-go. East Islip or Islip? Which one is the best? And he said, clearly it's Islip. And he said clearly. if and he said, clearly, if Robert Master Simone tries to tell you differently, he lived 10 years in Islip and and he knows that it's the best. <laughs> um so then I you said, know, okay. well, yeah, but then I said, so how does it compare to Mastic New York? And he said, oh, well, it's way better than that. Well, of course he it said, is. He said the only thing that's better than that is this huge palatial estate in Mastic that, yeah. that kind of takes up almost a city block. Yeah. Uh, well, let me know. Let me, if he knows where that is, <laughs> let me know because I'd like to go hang out there for a little while. Anyway, uh, I was so disappointed. I mean, when you see the video, you can see us laughing and joking. It was so much fun for about four and a half minutes. And then I got got over to check it and absolutely no sound. Good. 
Ah, no, not good. It's frustrating. Um, The other thing that's frustrating, and I want to start the show off with this, and I did get some comments from Coach Power, so I'll play those two in a minute. But the former Arizona Ice Cats, and I know your distaste and dislike for Tucson, but um, Coach Power said the same thing. This is is the pioneer. This is the guy that got college hockey on the map in – in the state of Arizona and coach said it was the biggest and he was the biggest thing until mullet arena. As far as college hockey, when I'm talking about Leo Golombiski, um, who passed away at the age of 73 this week, um, the pioneer for Arizona hockey had the first Arizona hockey team, 1979, 80. Um, he was their first head coach from 1979 to 2009, uh, when they were known as the Ice Cats and one of the founding members of that program. Um, Coach Powers knows him well. Um, I'll, I'll let Coach in a minute tell you uh, a little bit about their uh, their rivalry and how things went. And um, well, listen, I, I think you find it interesting. Listen, I, I, this is not something that um, is new. Um, but people, uh, you know, it was just – the wrong, wrong place, the wrong time. There were uh, oftentimes during the height of that run where people were talking about that other school. University of Arizona. Doing what ASU did. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. Were, they, they were getting six and seven thousand a game at the TCC and it just you know like I said the, the wrong time and well I, I won't get into the wrong place part but it, it was definitely the wrong time <laughs> uh, well and before we get into this and I don't want to make light of this but I know uh, oh, no I'm uh, not making light of it I no just, no you know no, I obviously know. No, I'm talking uh, about me from what I'm going to say next no. is I, I just got to get this off my chest before I forget the the, when I finished up with the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils today, the San Jose Sharks were coming on the mullet ice to uh, to practice. And I, I was listening uh, to Sports Talk Radio today as I was moving around uh, the city of uh, Chandler and Tempe and Phoenix and Scottsdale and that whole area. Don't because uh, obviously with the, the Cliff Kingsbury firing and Steve Kime stepping down and that, you know, it's been all they've been talking about, but they had a little news break and they said, Hey, the coyotes are playing San Jose tonight at the hair house. <laughs> I never heard it called the hair house. Oh my God. <laughs> they said it on the radio. They're playing at the hair, the hair house. Why did you t- give them uh, such an idiotic idea? Oh, <laughs> goodness. I just cracked up laughing. I thought, where did that come from? That is pathetically uh, awful. On a news update, the hair house. I'm going like, oh my goodness. Anyway, I just had to get that out there because that was on uh, the, and, and that's how they're going yeah, by now, the sports authority in yeah, uh, in Arizona. They're so. clearly not, but um, <laughs> our condolences to the folks down there in Tucson. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm like sure I said, that uh, I'm sure Leo would have got a kick out of that if he would have sure been around to uh, to hear the hair house. That Coach Berman, um, um, you know, got a lot of mentorship from him. 
And yeah, I, I, I think our guest tomorrow night, Jeremy Goltz, uh, and Coach Powers will mention him too, but I think Jeremy was really um, the next in, in command, if you will, for, for that program. And Coach Berman came in, you know, a little later, um, so it was a little more well, difficult for him. But I'm sure he's had some I, interaction I, I or had some interaction with Leo. Right. I'm not saying he was the only mentor for Coach Berman in terms of the program. I'm just saying he had to be one of them since he started it. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would guess, and I'll, I'll talk to Coach Berman too about it tomorrow, so we'll find out. But uh, let's, let's hear from Coach Powers on this, um, this topic, and then we'll uh, go on from there. Okay. Well, I'm going to start this off, uh, Coach, by talking about the uh, team down south because uh, we lost a, a pioneer uh, in the Ice Cats uh, in Leo. Um, just give me your thoughts on that and what he meant to uh, hockey here in the desert. He he was kind of the like you said the pioneer. He was the like I, I called him. He's like the, the kind of the godfather of college hockey in our state. Started a program down there, uh, built it to incredible heights. I mean, back when I played, and back you know in the the early '90s through really 2000, it was it was cranking. They were getting 7,000 a night. He created uh, an, an environment, a college hockey environment that uh, this state hasn't seen since since this building. Uh, since this year, you know, and so um, everything's connected with Leo. Like he, he, um, you know, gave Jeremy Goltz a chance and 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 uh, had him coach. You know, after he was done playing there, then Goltz gave me my chance. And so I, I, I don't think that any of this exists without his um, kind of vision of what college hockey could be down in Tucson. Okay, so talk about that rivalry, what you had with him, uh, because you guys had some fierce battles when you coached and played. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it went on my freshman year. They had a 68-game win streak against ASU. Um, we snapped it my freshman year, and then by my junior year, we had swept them, uh, much to Leo's chagrin. And then uh, I was lucky enough, my first year as a head coach was his last year. And, uh, and I think my record against U of A was 41 and one. So we, we flipped the script on him pretty good, but, um, he did so many great things. They had some really, really, really good teams that, uh, I mean, they, I think they had like Alaska Anchorage down and, and beat them one time back in the, the late eighties, early nineties, um, and, and did some really good things. They were very good. He was, he, he did a hell of a job. Coach, I appreciate it. So that's Coach Powers uh, today at uh, his media availability. Uh, I just had to get a few uh, thoughts from him, and I think he summarized the uh, the job that Leo Gumball Golombiski uh, did for the uh, not only the Arizona Ice Cats, but but for hockey in the desert, college yeah. hockey in the desert. Yeah. Well, listen. There's no. I'm not. You know. There's no question. Um. That you know all the, all those dots are connected you know yeah, i bet I, you i bet you if you took a look now the the, the program obviously doesn't exist anymore but i i bet you if you took a look that you could probably somehow connect that to the few years that NAU had as an NCAA program oh i'm i'm almost certain i'm almost certain there was a connection there and who knows even with so, the IHL and and the Phoenix Roadrunners and all of that. I'm sure Leo had his hand on that too. But, um, you know, it's always hard to lose somebody. I mean, sure. 72 years old, that's not very old. I mean, I'm creeping up on that age. So, um, you know, I mean, things happen, and I don't know what the cause of death was for Leo, but 
Um, he will be missed certainly in uh, sure. in Tucson, and I just thought it was important that we started the show tonight by uh, oh, uh, letting people here in the desert know at least that um, we lost a pioneer. And um, Coach Powers, as much as he uh, has a big rivalry with uh, the U of A, as uh, you do, as being alums, he uh, he thought it was important to uh, you know to share his thoughts on Leo as well. So we thank him for that. Oh, no, it's definitely important. I mean, you know, it would be like me ignoring the fact that, you know, that, um, I don't know, for example, no, I'm not even going to talk about the, the Bronx, so forget that. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, you, you have to recognize the facts or you're just being dishonest. Exactly. So before we jump into any more, as long as we got one clip from Coach Powers, let's get the second clip because this is talking about uh, the the weekend coming up, and I think you'll get uh, some good insight into uh, what he expects this weekend as the uh, uh, Arizona State Sun Devils host Mike Hastings and the Mavericks of Minnesota State. So here's Coach Powers for about another three and a half minutes. Appreciate your thoughts on that. Now uh, let's get back to uh, talking about things at hand. Minnesota State coming this weekend. Your thoughts on Mike Hastings and his crew coming here? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get any easier for, for the Sun Devils, right? That's the way we, we, we drew it up. And great opportunity for us to, to, again, showcase to our fans, you know, really high-end college hockey. And they are just that. They're, they're, they're one of the gold standards in, in college hockey, Hasty. The job he's done building the program in Omaha is, is, is second to none and um, almost won a national championship last year, came within inches from doing it. And I know they're fighting to get back in this year, but uh, they're playing really well right now, so we'll have our hands full. Desert Classic ends. I thought it was a really good tournament. I thought it was well run and well done by you guys. So congratulations on that part of it. I know you wanted a better fate, but like you told us in the press conference, you didn't want to be the 0-2 team. Um, your thoughts now that you can look back at it for a few days? Well, I, yeah, I'm proud of our guys. I think Saturday, especially with what happened to Timmy, for them to kind of be able to successfully compartmentalize, you know, what happened and finish that game and get a win, I think speaks volume to, to their mental toughness. Um, but again, we, so many guys out more than we've ever had um, in these last four games and we're finding ways to get splits um, and, and keeping ourselves in the mix. And hopefully we get a couple back this weekend and um, can get, can get on a run because that's what we need to do. You know, it starts in goal, and Mike Hastings had a run with his goaltender for four years and Dryden McKay. You've got one now with T.J. Semptonfeld, and I think I looked yesterday and saw like 725 saves already, which is you know, far and away more than everybody else in college hockey. But how do you keep T.J. sharp? Well, I mean, he keeps himself sharp, you know, and, and he's played in every game. That's, that's, that's a big reason for that number. I mean... You know, even even two less games, he's probably not the leader. But he's played in every game. He wants to play in every game. He takes great care of his body. He's always mentally sharp. Um, you know, look at the last two weekends. Um, you know, we, we, we've lost on Friday, and then he comes back on Saturday and completely shuts the door on the back end of a back-to-back, of a, of a back -back, and, and that speaks volumes to him. I think his mental toughness really showed Saturday, um, shutting Air Force down. And just in complete control of the game, but he, you know, after what happened, to Timmy, half our bench was 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 there 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 in outer space, which which is totally normal, right? And and TJ just was able to again compartmentalize what happened, uh, stay focused and, and dialed in, and, and saw the win through. 
Two final quick ones for you. How is Tim, and will he be in the lineup this weekend? He's totally fine. He 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 will have no long-term uh, effects of, of the hit, but but I don't think he'll be in. Um, I think I think that that we're probably looking at probably one series um, just for him to, to get back on the mend and, and, and get healthy. But uh, we're just happy he's okay. Final one for you. Tell me about your uh, Long Island kids because Grando and Master Simone, I thought, were played really good this weekend. And really, their mainstays of the program for uh, for the entire season. Yeah, they both play hard. They both play with sandpaper and, and grit, and that's what we need right now um, to to get on a run. And, and I thought that Chris probably had his best weekend of the year and uh, played with pace and tenacity and was really good in the kill. And then you know, Mastro was Mastro, so do um, really good. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, that's your chance, Paul. You uh, have a chance to uh, jump on that Long Island bandwagon. Wow. Is this kiss up to me week? Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously? No, I, no, seriously, those are the best two players aside from T.J. Semptonfelter um, on the Arizona State roster last weekend, and right. and I thought it was worthy of visiting. I'm I'm just frustrated and and disappointed that I didn't get the sound because yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Grando did such a great job uh, this weekend, and I thought he really played a big role. And and Robert Master Simone, I'm telling you, is uh, he's just a, an unbelievable hockey player that does not quit. Well, listen, I mean. <sighs> You know, the fact of the matter, you know, they play like a couple of guys that you would expect a couple of guys from Long Island to play like in this area. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, for, for for those of us out here in the western part of the United States, who are you pretty. referencing to? It's not pretty. Grit you and know, sandpaper are the two words that coach used. That's fine. That that makes perfect sense. I mean, you know, uh, what can I tell you? I mean, that's that's what we do here. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that, but uh, no, I don't. I, give a, I, don't I listen, had a, I had a chance to visit listen. with them, and and I just had to ask coach about them because I thought they you were know, both if, standouts. You know, as as we have had on this program before. Um, when we've had, uh, Dave Starman on a couple times, um, he, he knows how good the hockey is here. As a matter of fact, he also knows, and I think people should understand how underrated the hockey is here. Oh, without that, I will agree with you 100%. It is highly okay. underrated. Um, there's, there's. You know, it's it's a it's a direct line. I mean, the, the you know the the colleges have probably missed a lot of players. Listen, I'm not that that have grown up playing here, and I'm not sitting here and saying that these guys would have been top six players or top pair defensemen on teams. But as we can tell, as we watch week after week after week, no matter who we're watching, you need those third and fourth line guys. You need those guys. 
that are eat a worm guys. You have nice. to have those to win. Nice, nice, nice work. An eat a worm guy. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, totally agree with you. So anyway, I wanted to give them the shout out. Uh, I'll just summarize quickly what Chris Grando told me. Um, I, I asked him about Islip and East Islip since Robert Master Simone claims East Islip as his home. Um, he clearly told me, as I told you off the air, that, uh, or did I tell you on the air just now? You told <laughs> me remember. on the air too, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he said that that Islip is definitely the city. Um, and no doubt about it. And Isa definitely rules over Mastic too. Um, he said that that's please. Yeah. And he, I asked him at the very end and that's why I wish the clip had been there. I asked him, I said, okay, Long Island guy, tell me where a good place to eat is on Long Island. I cannot remember the name of what he told me. I cannot for the rest of my life remember what he told me, but he went to a go-to spot immediately. He said, this is a go-to spot on Long Island. You have to go there if you're there. For what? And, uh, huh? What kind of food, at least? Uh, I think it was uh, bagels he was telling me about, some sort of a bagel shop. Oh, well. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I, I, I could I, be wrong. I'm Listen, I'm sure that that Chris is has got his favorite place. Um. As you would imagine, there are real bagel <laughs> shops all over this this island. Okay, and here's a little bagel hint for you: if you see little bumps on the bottom of the bagel, yeah, it's not a real bagel. Okay, okay. Well, it's not. It's just I don't, not. I don't. I'm just listen, I'm listening to you because I'm trying to be educated. I understand that real bagels don't have little bumps on the bottom. Don't have are hand rolled. And boiled before they're baked. Ah, that's the key. Um, that's the key, course, huh? The key is also the water that gets used. Yeah, um, it's like New York pizza. It's the water. I love it. No, no, it's not. No, okay. First of all, stop it. It's not New York pizza. It's pizza. Oh, Any okay. place else that adds the <laughs> the the addendum to it or the adjective or the adverb to it only <laughs> hopes to be pizza. Okay. Okay. I get it. That stuff that they in the Midwest, that's just to borrow John Stewart's phrase, uh, a bread bowl with sauce. (laughs) Bring it people. Let's go. (laughs) I, 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 I'm sure that I'm getting some hate. I'm going to get some. Have you done the pizza crawl lately or has that, that been on hold now for a little while? Well, it was, it's been on hold, but that's okay. Tell everybody about a pizza crawl before we get into more hockey, because I think people want to know what that is. Well, you would do the same thing as a pub crawl or or a bar crawl, except okay, you pick out. We're, we're in Arizona. Tell well, us about a pizza crawl. Well, you would, I mean, you could, depending on what neighborhood you want to go into. You know, what borough are you in? You know, you could go to pizza places in Manhattan, and there's a tons of legendary pizza places in in just about every borough. Do they all have New York pizza? Oh, duh. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> Once again, as John Stewart says, that place in the Midwest, that second city. <laughs> they have to call their thing deep dish <clears throat> ca- ca- pizza. In New York, we just call it pizza. Yeah, okay. Pure and simple. Okay. 
Okay. So anyway, you go on the pizza crawl, you just uh, move around from spot to spot, right? Right. And you gain Except, about ten pounds on the on the night. Well, probably. <laughs> Depends checking. on how much beer you drink with the pizza. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you're getting your fill of Long Island. I really wish I had Chris Grando's um stuff for it. But anyway, getting back to Chris, I did tell him and I sent you a picture today. I haven't put it out on social media yet, but I will do that later tonight. Um the Sun Devils were using um mannequins for lack of a better term, um silhouettes on the ice to uh to get the guys to shoot the puck at the net. And uh initially it was awful. Uh, then I took a 30 second video and they were like four for four, five for five hitting the net. And so I asked Chris Grando about that. I said, Hey, I saw you had some friends on the ice today. He goes, Oh, you saw that. Did you? <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, what was the message? He goes, well, quite honestly, hit the net. <laughs> Duh. God, no, nobody said that all year. Uh, he did also say that he, he really enjoyed the fact that he, uh, that they were starting to realize he thought that they needed to crash the net in the words of Paul Hornstein and uh, continue to play the rest of the season, giving dirty goals, greasy goals, gritty goals, whatever you want to call it. Um, so we'll see because uh, that's going to be important against this Minnesota state team when they come in. Yeah. And everybody else too. Yeah. But it starts with Minnesota state this weekend. I mean, you, sure. you gotta, if you want any shot at a national, at a national tournament bid, you are going to have to get a sweep at Minnesota against Minnesota State, well, and make a statement true. to start the rest of the uh, the rest of the that's year. And true. then um, I've made plans to to hang out here, so I will be here for RIT too because um, I got to see what the East Coast teams continue to look like. Well, they're going to move up in the polls. I got to know. I got to see them with my eyeballs. I I totally understand that. I totally get that. Um, yeah, we. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I, I said this before, Paul. We can talk about Paul. the NCAA tournament, too, because I have some thoughts about that. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. But um, uh, my thoughts on this have always been, but I don't know if it's ever been stronger this year, but I want to see East and West compete a little bit more towards each other or with each right. other or against each other because I think that, that they're both very good. I just can't compare who's better. Uh, when they don't play each other. And I know that they can't help their schedule, and I know they got conferences and things like that, but, boy, it would sure be fun to see Quinnipiac play Michigan, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota State, Duluth, Denver, Colorado College, Lindenwood, uh, Arizona State. I mean, I, I can give you a half a dozen to a dozen Western teams I'd like to see them play and just see. Maybe they'll come out on top. Maybe their record will be exactly the same as it is now. One blemish season. Maybe. But but I, I definitely would like to see how that works because it's hard, uh, a lot like it is for you uh, out out east to see everybody out west, other than you know what you see on the, the computer screen. But um well, that's, that's it. I know, but you're next weekend you're gonna be going to LIU, I think, and uh seeing well, Linden would play there. So now anyway. you're gonna that's going to be a really good experience for you to see what we see in Lindenwood and what you've seen um, a lot closer than I have in LIU and now see them go head to head. That's a true East West battle, if you will, of young teams. Well, if you want to call St. Louis West, I guess, you know, 50 years ago it was West or 60 it's years West ago. of the Mississippi by about a mile. So it's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, 
Um, you know, neither one of those teams have a lot of wins this year. But, man, if they haven't put a scare into just about every team they've played. Now, whatever the reason for that could be, are, are teams taking them lightly? Yeah, I, I'm sure that that's part of it. But that lasts about 30 seconds when they actually get out on the ice. So, um, and and by now, that's not that that's not really an excuse because there's enough video and enough of the season gone by where, like, man, they don't win, but if we don't play, we're not going to win either. So, and that's that. You know, we we have about a half a dozen teams like that, right? Uh, between Fairbanks and and Anchorage and Lindenwood and LIU. And 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 a, and a few others, where if you don't play, they're going to get you. And that happens every weekend. So you know, and um, you know, so we'll see what happens. As you know, as 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 we go through the season, and hopefully we'll get a couple of good games, as as LIU and 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 Lindenwood play. I get to hang out and 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 and, and go with uh, and to check out uh, Coach Zombo. And we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully, you know, we'll get a chance to, to, to visit. I know we've had Brett Riley on the program before. And hopefully we'll get a chance to visit with him, too. And we'll see what happens from there. And if you're wondering what's going on here, hopefully we get Scott back. Uh, he somehow has uh, disappeared here. But as we go through the week here, uh, here are some of the games that we have for you this week. Uh, first of all, of course, the teams that uh, we cover, obviously, uh, Air Force is at Holy Cross. And you have uh, ASU obviously hosting Minnesota State that we've talked about. Uh, Colorado College will be in to play St. Cloud State. Um, Denver. Uh, is not playing this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry, they stay out there hosting Miami, who always gives them a problem. Sorry, I missed that. Um, and we, uh, ha the Alaska schools are off this weekend. Hopefully, we get Scott back here in a minute. But we'll continue on as we go. Uh, some other interesting notes this weekend. Um, the opening of Sacred Heart's new building takes place uh, uh, this weekend on Saturday night as they will host Boston College. Um, 
and they get to be the new building on the block for about three or four weeks until UConn opens up theirs. So oh, that'll be interesting to watch as well. Now, what we have and what we've done here, as we've talked about uh, for a couple of days this week, where um, the Transformation Committee has gotten a couple of, of ideas about what to do about college sports, including making each sport kind of run itself. And with that, they also said that the NCAA should expand uh, tournaments uh, depending on how many teams host that sport. Okay. Uh, so in the case of college hockey, since it's less than 200, which is the number they kind of defined, Um, they said that the uh, NCAA should go with 32 teams in the tournament. Now, we also talked about this week how that uh, would take a while to implement uh, since the hockey tournament is already, you know, devised in, 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 in terms of locations for regionals, et cetera, for the next four years. Well, just using this year as an example – uh, you could do it this way, all right, and still incorporate the, the regionals that are already set. Um, but if you put 32 teams in, you know, this is how that would look this year. And you also can do this in a way where you will have uh, first rounds at on campuses. So you could sell some extra tickets. You'd have plenty of inventory to allow uh, for, um, you know, setting up TV schedules. And you can do it like this. You have your 32 teams based on the pairwise. And for right now, you have the six conferences and the automatic qualifiers winning the conferences would get uh, seated one through six. And as you sit there and you do that, and for purposes of this exercise, uh, we will use the, the standings where uh, the points percentage, because not everybody's played the same amount of games. Are you there, Scott? Hello? I see you. I don't hear you. I hear noise, but are you there? Scott. Anyway, uh, as we continue here with uh, our little exercise in the NCAA tournament, I can hear him shuffling papers, so I don't know why he won't answer, but does he have his headphones in? I don't know. But let's just, for the argument's sake, say the six teams in front that are in win the automatic qualifying would be that other maroon and gold team winning the big 10 
Quinnipiac East. I have reconnected. Can anybody hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. I've Good been deal. saying that for the last 60 seconds. Well, I couldn't hear you. So uh, oh, I was okay. I had to go reconnect again as uh, I'm right. having, as I said, not only headphone problems, but I'm having uh, connection problems. So hopefully I'm connected and you can hear me. I can hear you. Okay. Right. So I don't so know. You I, want me to start I, again? I Yeah, I played the ads and I don't know if anybody heard the ads or not, but I played them all. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't uh, hear him, but okay. But I think I lost the internet connection where I'm at. Uh, it's it, possible. It's, it's tough on the road. But anyway, um, l we'll play him again if I stay connected. But tell me what you were talking about before uh, before I got disconnected. All right. Well, I talked a little bit about who our teams are playing this weekend. Right? The Alaska schools okay. are off. Right? Yep. Denver's Good hosting stuff. Miami. CC's at St. Cloud. Uh uh, Lindenwood is off this weekend, and ASU is hosting Minnesota State. And I okay. also mentioned that uh, Sacred Heart will open up their building this weekend and be the new building on the block for about a month till UConn opens up theirs. <laughs> uh, I love it, though. That That's a growth of hockey. Right. And, you know, yeah, uh, ASU had that honor for about four months. Um, and so that – then I said uh, – because of the transformation committee that they are recommending that a each sport kind of be its own governing body. Yay. Hey, can I clap and, and jump for joy from here? Well, yeah, I don't care. You can do what you want your show. Um, then I kind <laughs> of went into the, my show. way they could run an expanded NCAA tournament where the committee recommended that they up it to 32 teams or half the teams, basically. Yay. Yay. More uh, yay. Depending on how many teams you have. So if you have over 200, like say basketball, they say, you know, keep it kind of where it is. But if you have less than that, say like college hockey does. They, they recommend you go to half the team. So for simplicity's sake, we're going to keep it at 32. I had uh, I had a small chat, short chat, quick chat with Alex Coyle today, the voice color guy for uh, Sun Devil Hockey. And I was telling him about that, and he was going like, whoa, that would be really good, wouldn't it? And I'm going like, yeah, it would be really good. He goes, do you suppose they'd play the first round at the, the site of the home team? Well, that would be my plan. And, and you are the czar. You well, are the for, czar for the of, of this college hockey. Right. Well, for the purposes of this exercise, yes. All right. So um, what I, I, I did it two ways, but I prefer giving the conference winners the, the boost and make it still important to win your conference, however you want to do it. Now, maybe you get rid of conference tournaments, but I don't think that'll happen. No, and, and and maybe what'll happen then is you'll you push more people to, um, to have conferences. Maybe you'll form more conferences now. Well, you could do it that way. Well, hopefully, but for right now, we're we're going to do this within the framework of what we have, and that includes, by the way, the preset regionals because you don't want to because those are kind of already set. So you could do it this way. So now you have 32 teams. So for the purposes of our little exercise here, right? as I was saying just before you got back, 
that other maroon and gold team would be the one seed. And I did this based on point percentages because not every team has played the same amount of games. Fair enough. You're there, but I guess you're not there. All right, Quinnipiac would be two. Denver would be three. Merrimack would be four. Bemidji would be five. And RIT would be six. Then you would go to St. Cloud, seven. Penn State, eight. Ohio State and Michigan rounding out the top ten. So here's what you would have in a first round. Home campus, best of three. First round. So you would have Minnesota hosting Ferris State. Quinnipiac hosting Colorado College. Denver hosting Duluth. Merrimack hosting Bowling Green. Bemidji hosting Niagara. You'd have RIT hosting ASU. St. Cloud hosting UMass Lowell. Penn State hosting Omaha. Ohio State and UMass. Michigan and Fairbanks. BU and Providence. Harvard and BC. You'd have Cornell and Minnesota State. You'd have Western Michigan hosting Notre Dame, Michigan Tech hosting North Dakota, and UConn hosting Michigan State. That was really good since I heard nothing until the very end because I lost connection again. I'm about 20 feet from the best uh, best connection, and unfortunately, it's not good enough. So <laughs> anyway, I, I, I tell, I'm guessing you told the folks exactly what you wanted to have happen. Right. Well, let's put it this way. All right. Um, do you agree with the conference winners automatically getting the top six seeds? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I think right. there should be two more conferences, by the way. Well, but for, for right now, we don't have that. So we're going by what we have. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, and those teams would, would, would host a best of three first round on their home rinks. So now you have like plenty that idea. of TV inventory. Yep, love that idea. Okay. Uh, you can start on Wednesday. You don't have to wait until Friday because you can have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to play. And Sunday if you had to. All right. Um, I, did you hear any of the matchups that I had? Yeah, I just heard the very end of it, but that's okay. I don't need to hear them if you told the audience. That's the most important part. Okay, well, I just want to, I'm just guessing. Just for your information, uh, Quinnipiac would host CC. RIT would host ASU. Uh, Michigan would host Fairbanks. Just so you know where our teams. (laughs) Yeah, I love love those matchups, by the way. (laughs) Okay. All right, so there we go. So now. So now you have that, and then you would play those 16 first-round series. Okay. And then you would reseed. Ooh, that's the part I didn't hear yet. Reseeding. Well, I like that, that too. Yet. I like that, too. Okay. To keep kind of keep the bracket integrity for the regionals that are already in schedule. 
Okay. And then you would sit there and uh, this year we actually have a quote unquote West regional. Huh? Right. Where is the West regional? Or is, or is this? If, well, okay. If you're going to tell me that Fargo is the West regional, I'm going to tell you you're crazy. Well, it's not, but I, I also see underneath where it says Fargo, it also says Loveland, Colorado. So I don't know which one is accurate. It's not Loveland, Colorado this year. Okay. All right. So whatever. Okay. So they don't really have a true West regional, but, you know, you would do the best you could depending right. on what was left. And so, and was there any mention, Paul, about getting rid of this ridiculousness about not playing it on a college campus? Well, that's why I went the first round. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, after that, well, for, you can't for have what, a West regional out West? Well, let's put it this way. I, I'm more. This would give them a year or two to go past the tournaments that are already set. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, this would give them a chance because, you know, as you know, they are really they are set to go out through 2026 and the Frozen Four being in, at T-Mobile in Vegas. Yeah, baby, bring it on, okay. bring it to the West. And so. You know, we'll, we'll, we we get we have that. So we're we're gonna leave that kind of integrity, but that integrity alone. We're gonna leave those alone. All right. And now we know that there's no really because uh, in 2024 it's Mar it's uh, Missouri. Well, that would be that would be west, right? Because it's one mile west of the Mississippi. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's maybe a little bit more than one mile, but yeah, it's still west. Okay. Um, you would also so have, Loveland, by the way. Yeah, I know that. You would have St. Louis and Sioux Falls as two of the regionals. Springfield and Providence is the other. Twenty twenty five, uh, back to Fargo. Oh come uh, on, Allentown, Manchester, and Toledo. Interesting. So very, be, very, very interesting. Right. Um, and then in 2026, the year of Vegas, um, this is probably uh, until you actually get a regional, say, at ASU or, you know. Um, Vegas? Well, that wouldn't be that year because you wouldn't have a regional and a Frozen Four in Vegas. But, or you know, Vegas Anderson. or whatever. Uh, either way. All right. Uh, the regionals in 2026 are scheduled to be in Albany. Loveland, Sioux Falls, and Worcester. Nice. Right, and so then you could have you would have time to set it up after that where you could have the first two rounds be on campuses. Yeah. If you yeah. wanted to do that. And as the czar, the temporary czar, because I'll never be Frank. <laughs> Let me be Frank. <laughs> okay. Nobody can be this nobody can be <laughs> so I'm just doing this as you're as, just as a fill in. Yeah. <laughs> so I would figure out by the, and as you said, you know, and then because they do it in college baseball. Yeah, absolutely. They so do. There's no reason they can't do it in college hockey. Right. They just follow the same format basically. Okay. Um, and this way, um, and once again, you know, having 32 teams get in the tournament, and, you know, I don't always agree with things that the NCAA does. What? 
I know, shocking. I know, I get it. <laughs> um, my my point being is, you now will encourage more schools to play. Yeah. Yes, you will. You will encourage more schools to play because it won't be virtually impossible for them to get in the NCAA tournament. For in, uh, listen, we we all know what happened at ASU. Okay, um, that was a confluence of, of 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 things happening, and they made the tournament. Okay, uh, but there's a reason why that was the fastest startup to make the NCAA tournament because it doesn't happen that fast normally. No, no, no. but 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 now it could you, now if you had could, 32 teams, right? At 32 teams, uh, you would have a chance to. To you listen, it might not happen, say, in three years or four years. But in that three or four or five year period, you would have a legit chance to climb towards that top 32. I present to you the Fairbanks Nanooks. <laughs> right? I accept. I accept them. Okay. So, you know, doing that would give those, and, you know, having it be 32, now you're not going to have one bid leagues anymore. Uh, does that mean that you might have an entire league get in? Well, that's not likely either, but. You know, in, in, in this scenario, you would have six. Not an entire league, but you could have, yeah, you could have six, yeah. seven maybe. Right. So, um, and then even if you don't, even if you add a conference or two and teams want to join existing conferences, then Atlantic hockey is not going to feel like they have to be the savior of every program. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Because they'll get two or three teams in the NCAA tournament. And that's really all teams play for, right? I mean, it's kind of like the basketball tournament where you just want to be in, you, you want to start by being in the tournament. You know, in the end, all the upsets that people love are great, but usually in the end, the chalk still wins. But that's what you want. You want, you want those, uh, yeah, you you, you Air want... Force Saint Cloud matchups. You want yeah. that Holy Cross, yes, other maroon and gold team results. You want that. That that's what that that's what creates the excitement and the love right. for the game. Right. So, um, and right off the bat here, right, you'd have with this year you'd have uh, that other maroon and gold team play Ferris State. Right. That's a pretty regional matchup right there. For sure. Okay. Um, Denver against your Bulldogs. Oh, no. Did I lose you? No, I can still hear you. You're there. I think you need better headphones. Because I can still hear you. Okay. Or at least okay I can yeah, hear I, you. 
yeah, I can I, hear you ruffling the papers in the background or whatever. I know I'm ruffling. I was trying to get my headphones connected again because apparently they, they, I have two issues. I have my headphones going out and I have my internet connection going out. So I'm doing my best to keep the internet connection, but the headphones are completely another animal. Anyway, Denver against your Bulldogs, right? Um, that would be a brutal series to start. Would be. To start the NCAA tournament. You know, you'd have BU, more regional matchups, BU and Providence, Harvard and BC, right? Uh, Michigan Tech would face the Sioux. Ooh, I like that one too. Okay. And then here's your... The the Highway 2 matchup. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um, You'd have... Then here's your, like, intersectional matchups, right? UConn and Michigan State. Ohio State and UMass, Penn State would play Omaha, St. Cloud would play Lowell, uh, RIT would play ASU, and you can't get more cross-sectional than that. <laughs> no, that would be a lot of fun, though, I think, to see those kinds of things, because it would be so diverse and, and just would bring out the best of college hockey at every every turn. So, and I mean, that would also allow you, depending on how many teams would expand um you don't have to you know you might get more than eight conferences but at least you know you it wouldn't stop people from creating extra conferences it wouldn't stop people from conferences from expanding and we don't want that you know we've talked on this program about places like tennessee state and huntsville and, you know, even Georgia, you know, if it, once again, if those teams aren't given a legit chance to make the tournament, they're not going to do it. No, heavens no. They're going to have a hard time recruiting players. Right. Because players, they go to universities for a variety of reasons. But number one, I'm guessing, is that they would like to play in, for a national championship. And if you tell them you're not going to play for a national championship, probably – uh, you might not get that recruit. Right. So, you know, we're, we're, we'll sit there and, and, and not only would 32 teams encourage more teams to jump, it, it would be all connected. You could get more conferences. You wouldn't necessarily be forced to be in a conference because right now with that 32, you'd have two independents making the tournament. So while the, the conference tournament would be great, it still wouldn't be the urgency that there is now. Yeah. Well said. Let's, uh, let's try to sneak in uh, our partners uh, one more time before we uh, say goodnight. So okay. uh, let's take a quick break, see if we can get these to play. Okay. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. 
customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel, Gensel. banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to a very crazy, strange, different uh, <laughs> College Hockey West Weekly. Um, I can hear Paul now. He couldn't hear me sometimes. I couldn't hear him sometimes. Uh, Terry apparently can't hear me at all, so uh, well, she's probably enjoying that. Probably. But by the <laughs> anyway. way, just so you know, just so yeah. you know, um, you know, you played the little drop there, and and I've often said that my son has a better voice than I do, and I I'm jealous of that. Little monster came downstairs before we did the show and said, uh, "You know, you're right. My voice does sound good." <laughs> little bastard. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Don't you just love to have a college kid hanging around again? Yeah, I do. <laughs> got a few more days, so. Uh, I hear you. That's awesome. Um, so anyway, uh, great show despite the technical difficulties on my end because I right. thought you laid that out really, really well, Paul, and I hope people will uh, download it like crazy because well, that that's a great, great concept. And and kudos to the transformation committee, whoever they are, 
for putting it together and suggesting that. And now let's just hope that um, the, the people from the NCAA have the courage, the smarts, the wherewithal, whatever it is, to uh, implement it. The frustrating part is it wasn't that hard. I thought about it for about 60 seconds. It just it just wasn't <laughs> that hard. I know. And um, I used the existing system because you said the other night that, you know, people are not going to give up this, this, and this. That's right. fine. Right. I'm not I'm not letting making you do that at all. No, I love it. I love it. The czar. Now listen, all I know is that let's just say that the real czar in, has, inspires me to have these these moments <laughs> where I figure out how to deal with the NCAA tournament. I love it. And knowing that these leagues are very leery at best for any changes, this now does it without anybody having to change. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally. I love it. It's great. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to lose the uh, the end of the show, but let's let's try to get it in so I can right, say goodnight. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue Las Vegas style now at our two locations. The original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Learn how to play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. See your Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at Liberty.edu. By M Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which M Drive formula is for you. And by College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Live presented, I mean, College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey West.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Search, subscribe, rate, and review. ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Help people find the show. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. If I am still here, I will uh, I will say a very good night to everybody, and uh, we will catch you again on Sunday night. Stephen Marsh and myself will be back tomorrow night. Hopefully have a better connection tomorrow. And uh, we will uh, be talking ACHA hockey. We're going to talk to Jeremy Golds. Hopefully uh, Coach uh, Berman will be able to join us, talk a little bit about the life and times of Ice Cats hockey and uh, uh, and one Leo um, 
I'm not even going to try getting his name right again. Golombiski, <laughs> uh, I think is how we say it. But anyway, uh, we will uh, we will talk with uh, with them tomorrow as well. So we'll say good night, little Roger Klein, the peacemakers. Tenero, good night, everybody. Good night.